friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And Midge, how are, how are, how are your dreams? <laughs> Vivid and wild, always. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I, I too, um, have always had very intense dreams, um, very cinematic, very complicated storylines. Mm -hmm. um, my dad is actually infamously a very active sleeper. Um, he has smashed a lamp in his sleep. <laughs> Uh, because he dreamed that he saw like a rat run up into it um and he has also been famous for like grabbing my mom in his sleep because he's dreaming that she's about to like roll off the side of a cliff um so i don't think that i move around like that actually you you would be a one to know since we have shared yeah. hotel rooms in the past yeah um, i don't uh, i've not known you to be terribly active right. uh, you're you're pretty out once you're out <laughs> um but i am having crazy dreams while i'm out um including you know unfortunately recurring nightmares uh so mm. i recently had a night uh, where i was having some bad dreams and i actually woke up in the middle of the night and put a message in my phone uh to do dreams and nightmares for the podcast <laughs> Well, here we are. And here we are. Um, so I'm just going to warn everyone now, this episode became a lot more complicated um, than I expected it. And I went down a lot of rabbit holes. Um, I'm going to try to present it in an interesting way. Um, but this is kind of like, it's less of a science corner and like a dubious science hallway with like partially open doors that we're all going to kind of like peek inside. <laughs> not, not a dubious science hallway. <laughs> yes. I'm picturing, is it, is it Inception where they're like going down that hallway and they're peeking in different doors and there's like all these different dreams happening? That's what I'm, I'm picturing we're yeah, about to do. That's basically what's going to happen. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, Dreaming is unsurprisingly a very vague and kind of foggy subject uh, because you cannot, in fact, actually observe a dream. Uh, it can only be recounted after someone is awake. Um, so what you're really getting are someone's memories of their dreams, and that makes that very difficult uh, to study. Uh, so in ancient times, um, it was kind of the prevailing belief that dreams were visits um, from the divine or other spirits. That could provide insights into your life. Uh, we've actually found papyrus from ancient Egypt that has like a description of how you can lay in like your special dream bed to have the best chance at getting a great divine message in your dreams. It's like a uh, Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> when you go to the dream bed. Go so in you your dream bed, another... hang yeah. out, travel around. Ancient <laughs> Egypt was just like that. Um, and this has actually come up, you know, in past episodes, um, like when we talk about a lot of the superstitions and kind of like the rituals um, that we talked about the Victorians having in some of like our sleepover episodes and things like that were the concept that, you know, you'd kind of do this thing in your waking life. Um, and then that night you would dream about your husband or your future, anything like that. And speaking of Victorians, uh, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, we have new merch. Uh, yeah. Here's a little, uh, what's it called? Shameless a little, a little, plug. <laughs> I was going to say native advertising. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you put a nice spin on that. I can tell you're in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> a little, just a little side note there uh, that if you don't know, we have a brand new Those Crazy Victorians design featuring 
all the things that you might need um, for being a wild Victorian. You got your mummies, <laughs> you got um, eggshells for witches to float in. Um, you should just check that out. Um, that's in our shop, midgemonster.com slash shop. It's also linked in the podcast description. And that is my shameless plug. Um, hashtag SpawnCon by us. <laughs> uh, so moving slightly forward in history, um, obviously Sigmund Freud was all about dreams um, and thought that they revealed our deepest secret desires, uh, which would mean some wild stuff about me and my life <laughs> based on what I dream about. Um, and dream interpretation is also its whole own thing i remember being like very interested i read like a lot of books about dream interpretation when i was a kid i did too yeah i've always been fascinated yeah i guess maybe because we're both really vivid dreamers yes um so that's always been interesting to me um that's not something i dove into too much for this episode um i focused a little bit more on kind of like the biological science um side of it um, but there are definitely recurring themes um, in dreams that people see kind of, you know, across people. I remember one that I always think of is like dreams about your teeth falling out. I was literally about to ask <laughs> if you have the teeth dream. I have. I once I once had um, I dreamt that I was on an airplane and my teeth were falling oh, out gosh. and I was trying to put them in a jar so no one would notice that my teeth had fallen out because I was like super embarrassed about it. I have the teeth dream frequently mm. and my best friend told me like last week that she had it for the first time ever and i was like you lucky bitch i have <laughs> i can always tell when i'm stressed because the, the tooth dream comes tooth in dreams. every single time and i'm always like trying to put them back in and yep. my mouth is like bleeding and it's oh it's the worst yes it's the worst, it's the worst. uh so dreaming has been of interest to us for pretty much the entire time that we've existed, um, but pretty opaque kind of what it might mean from sort of like a neurological perspective um, until the first study um, actually in only 1953. So this is really oh, wow. recent um, that yeah. established the existence of REM sleep. Um, so that stands for rapid eye movement. Um, and this is a stage of sleep where your brain is active almost to the same point as wakefulness, like the brain waves that they measure seem like very close to someone who is awake um but you also see like less control of breathing and circulation and things like that and your brain is doing something in there um it's just playing losing my religion on repeat yes That's exactly called rem sleep <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so it has been proposed um that this phase of sleep is your brain like kind of running through patterns and doing puzzle solving and that causes dreaming in this time. Um, so one of the things that is also notable about this phase of sleep is that your body tends to twitch or kind of move around. Um, and this is actually so this is where things start to get a little crazy in my research. <laughs> um, so people scientists used to say you know because humans twitch um during REM sleep and we've noticed other mammals do this um and even fetuses do this um people were like oh well that means that they're also dreaming 
Um, but we're now kind of starting to think that maybe that um, was a bit of a stretch. I read this whole Scientific American article about how you maybe can't tie um, REM sleep as closely to dreaming as people would suggest. Um, people do report dreams that occurred outside of this phase of sleep and you don't always report a dream when being woken up from it. Um, so there's some correlation there probably, or it impacts dreaming in some way, but it's not like one in the same as we kind of used to believe. Well, and people like lucid dream mm -hmm. and like all kinds. So yeah, there's a lot of different, I guess, stages of dreaming. Yeah. And it made, so it made researching this episode kind of tricky uh, because sure. basically every article. No, we don't that, know what it is. <laughs> yeah. And like every article that I would find about dreams would start by being like, oh, we spend about two hours dreaming every night. But if you look into that, it's actually just that the average person spends two hours in REM sleep every night, which is not mm. actually the same thing. So now I was just suspicious of all of my sources <laughs> that I saw. Um, so I did see a stat that most dreams last 5 to 20 minutes, um, even though they feel longer when you are experiencing them. Uh, but I don't really know how we could know that either. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, I mean, now our, I mean, I'm sure you're about to get into this. Yeah. Are there at least like brainwave patterns that we can monitor that like show dream state so that's the the so the problem is that we were like or that's oh, just showing we, rem yeah so it's like oh well we see these brain waves and we assume that that means dreaming but they're because you don't know until you woke up that you were dreaming and you can only kind of report that back like it sure. may it may be 100 percent of the time this equals a dreaming but it also couldn't we don't have a way to say that really 60 percent of the time it works every, <laughs> every time. time pretty much <laughs> pretty much um so there are some different theories about why we dream um so one is that dreaming is kind of just like a random outcome of like the biological things that our brain needs to do <laughs> while we're asleep so like we're just you know it's sorting through things checking out that like your body parts are still where they're supposed to be which is apparently like one of the reasons they think that people twitch is it's like your brain kind of remapping just checking in where all your body parts are um and dreams might just be kind of like a side effect of your brain just kind of like doing this um processing while you're asleep um another one is that dreams are caused by memory consolidation so it's like your brain kind of working through all of the recent memories to like it's your hard drive oh, like yep your hard drive they're they're resorting it putting into little folders <laughs> figuring mm -hmm. out what you need to stay and that kind of that does make sense to me a little bit because obviously like i'm i can very clearly tell when you know my dreams are picking up little things that i've seen during right. the day and it's like oh now we're dreaming about being at a starbucks or something and i'm like yep i did go <laughs> to a starbucks well and i don't know if this is true i mean again how would we ever know yeah but i've always heard that you like can't dream about like a face you've never seen or like things like that mm -hmm. and that everything that pops up in a dream is something your eyes have like taken in at some point um which who knows if that's true or not but yeah but it could certainly be pot be true but then yeah that would almost make sense of like filtering through like oh here's something we saw do we need this no like <laughs> right yeah um and then another one is the idea that like your dream is your brain running like simulations of like 
threats or even like social kind of experiences and like testing out different solutions or things you might be able to do um i don't know i feel like not a lot of my dream experiences are super applicable <laughs> to real yeah, life like, oh if i'm awkward in this social situation i'll just fly away that's a perfect right? solution <laughs> that works <laughs> it is it is interesting to me though because i do have friends who just dream about totally normal mundane mundane things and it's like i, I had too. a dream that i had a conversation with my mother-in-law and i was like oh yeah and what happened then they were like that was it that was the end and i was like no one turned into a tiger and then you had to marry them anyway <laughs> even though your husband was now a tiger uh because that's the kind of stuff that i literally <laughs> say well yeah one of my best friends stephanie who listens to the podcast like she has we we would we used to work together and mm -hmm. we she would like come to work and be like didn't we talk about like you know burritos mm -hmm. yesterday or like something and she would just have dreams where like she yeah just had conversations with people or like hey how's your mom i had a dream like about your mom and i was like what <laughs> like or like yeah and so yeah same thing and then mine are like that like oh i've been locked in a cell in a straw hut for three years right. and all of my and all of my hair is made of licorice <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. So now, now that we're just talking dreams, do you have this experience in a lot of my dreams? I am both watching. It's like in the dream, I'm watching a movie of the dream happening, yeah. but then I am also starring. Multiple, I am, it is also happening to multiple me. Multiple camera angles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it starts because yeah. I'll always be like, it started that I was watching a movie about like two spies doing it. And then I was one of the spies, spy. but it uh -huh. like, it didn't look like me, but I knew it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh i have the i've i've derailed us i'm so no, sorry no do it please that's that was part of the reason i was like wow there's a lot of a lot of crazy signs here but i bet me and midge have some wild dreams that we can do <laughs> like I, I bet midge will derail it it'll be fine <laughs> uh no i have this recurring thing where my childhood best friend in my dreams she's always the same woman but it's not her oh, but i know yeah. it's her mm -hmm. um and it's she always looks the same but it's not her and i i've always because i'm you know our resident woo woo girl <laughs> i have always thought that maybe her and i knew each other in a past life and mm -hmm. that's another version of her that i'm like familiar with could be wrong but uh but I think there you go but fun to think about <laughs> But yeah, when you have those moments where you like know it's you, but it doesn't look like you, it's like, yeah. what is that? Why? And I, I also have had that thing where it's a recurring dream where someone in my real life is being portrayed in the dream by a different person, but the yeah, same. played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, I see Benedict Cumberbatch and I'm like, I know this is my uncle. My dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though it's benedict, benedict cumberbatch, cumberbatch is my and father then, yeah and then in a future dream it will again be benedict cumberbatch and i'm like i still know that you're my dad you're you are representing the role of my dad right now <laughs> in the role of papa snark yes uh so the the real answer is we do not know why we dream um it's a thing we do and i think like while it's certainly possible that there's some kind of like useful evolutionary purpose i think it's also just entirely possible that it's just a weird thing that happens and like it doesn't hurt us so we just yeah have continued to do it <laughs> over time well, and i'm certain too just like because at 
the end of the day, the brain is like a computer and Mm -hmm. it's very logical and linear in its processes. But then there's so many things about the world that are not logical or linear. Yes. So I think like our brain has to have a way to try to sort through and make sense and understand the world around it in the best of its ability. Um, And I've kind of always just, yeah, assumed that dreams are like our brain trying to navigate like things it can't understand fully in our waking life yeah something that it's it's working through um but what i initially wanted to talk about was nightmares and so these (laughs) which i also am a a vivid uh keeper of (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, so the term nightmare um, is from the old English word mare, uh, which referred to a demon slash goblin uh, that sat on your chest while you slept and gave you bad oh, dreams. Um, it is not that. actually connected to horses in any way. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Good to know. Um, so according to surveys, um, 30 to 55% of the population has um, has a nightmare like once a month. Um, around 5% have nightmares every week, um, and that is enough to be considered like a disordered amount of nightmares. <laughs> Neat. Mm. Fun fact. Uh, children have nightmares. I am the 5%. <laughs> uh, children have more nightmares than adults, um, and as I'm sure no one will be surprised, um, frequent nightmares are also a major um, part of PTSD, and that is actually a diagnostic criteria. Uh, for PTSD is having these like frequent and recurring nightmares. Fun, love Fun. All this info. Love that, love that. Fun facts that people Finding can out know. So many things about myself <laughs> right now. Uh, so since we don't know a whole lot about dreams, uh, we also don't know a lot about nightmares. Um, nightmares are believed to be caused um, by trauma, as mentioned, um, as well as just general stress um, and anxiety irregular sleep um and then certain medications or other mental health issues can also um be related to nightmares um people who are rated on i did not look into because this was just a whole adventure i was messaging friends i was like i regret choosing this topic because this has gotten so much more complicated i thought i was just going to be able to be like and this is what a dream is (laughs) but it's not Um, But people who are rated on tests as more empathetic um, or sensitive are more likely to have frequent nightmares. Um, One theory kind of related to this is that when you are awake, like your prefrontal cortex is like managing all of the stress and anxiety in your brain. Um, But then when it turns off while you're asleep, all of the bad feelings just kind of go running around uncontrolled in your brain have a a rumpus in your head yes having a wild rumpus uh so (laughs) and in as with so many of these things one study uh that i found indicated that having nightmares um might help you deal with frightening or stressful circumstances in your life um which would kind of connect back to that idea that your dreams are like the brain kind of testing out and practicing things uh, but then I saw another study that said that nightmares can actually cause you to be more stressed out and less resilient in waking life. Uh, so who knows? Um, that's the one that I relate to the most. Yeah, I was um, gonna say, I don't feel like my nightmares help me in any no, capacity. I feel like I, I wake up and I uh, feel much worse. Um, and I've also, I've come to realize as I've like kind of 
actually a lot through this podcast and also in general like have thought more about like being a very wimpy kid and things that scared me a lot of stuff that i was really scared of was from me seeing that thing and then i had a nightmare that involved it and really i was more scared of the nightmare that my own evil brain concocted yeah because your brain always can make things so much scarier than what like if you like if i close my eyes during a horror movie and i don't actually watch the movie my brain will fill in the gaps with so much worse than if i had just watched the film Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah and like i i had (laughs) i used to have a man this is about to be like i was literally about to be like tell me about your children or your childhood recurring nightmares i was (laughs) tell you this is about to be the most early 2000s recurring nightmare you've ever heard is it worse than the skulls eating your toes (laughs) see that wasn't even i i don't know maybe that did come for nightmare um i had i used to have a dream um that one i was a capri sun person like from the capri sun commercials where the people would turn all silver and like zip around uh, so I dreamt that I was a Capri Sun person and I was being stalked by the guy from A Real Monsters who holds his eyeballs in his hands oh, and he drove yeah. like a burrowing car that would like, so I would be like just hanging out and this car would come like bursting out of the ground and he would come out and try and chase me. And these are the things that I would dream about as a child. I'm having a moment of like, am I okay? <laughs> like that's i'm sure as a child that was very scary oh, yeah. but in this moment i'm like that's so cute oh yeah it's like in describing it it's really dumb and i'm i'm not gonna get into the nightmares that are not kind of cute and dumb like i okay, definitely because yeah. i was like i, I was like, like if this... that's your like nightmares mine were about like my grandpa's head being on a table and talking <laughs> to me <laughs> i was i'm like i'm like this is this is like a fun time show so like I have had some I have some very upsetting nightmares in my life, but like that was one where I was like, oh, I was always scared of Ah Real Monsters. It's because I watched a commercial for it and then I had a weird ass dream. As we as we talked about in our Courage the Cowardly Dog episode. Oh, yes. You were scared of the, the Ah Real Monsters commercial. Mm-hmm. Well no, I my my childhood recurring nightmare was that so I was very scared of my grandparents' basement. Mm-hmm. I think we actually just talked about yes, this on the live. We did. Um so I used to have this dream that I could hear my grandpa like calling me from the basement and I would like walk down those scary stairs that I talked about and I would go like around the corner and his head would be like sitting on the table of their basement and he would be talking to me and it was just it scared the crap out of me and I honestly think now as an adult I can like kind of you know draw the the lines I think it was from the Halloween tree which I loved that movie as a kid, but the the main like villain in that was like this very kind of creepy old guy that weirdly kind of reminded me of my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and it always like really disturbed me that he had this like head, a pumpkin that looked like yeah. his head. Um, and I think, yeah, that like separation of the head and then it kind of looking like my grandpa, my brain was like, well, let's run with that. Right. And see where let's, we can let's take just it. combo that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that that's the thing with dreams is like they're like here I've got a couple I've got a couple snippets let's just mush this together into just like the wildest possible thing yeah that we could possibly do (laughs) (laughs) um my my favorite quote about nightmares um from this uh when I was just you know skimming skimming the wikipedia for just a general sense was 
There is a view, possibly featured in the story A Christmas Carol, that eating cheese before sleep can cause nightmares, but there is little scientific evidence for this. It's like in White Christmas where he's talking about which sandwich you can eat right? to have different dreams. Like yeah. If you I remember- eat liverwurst, you dream of liverwurst. <laughs> yes, I, I know. And I mean, probably because of A Christmas Carol that I thought of that too. Like there is kind of this idea that like, eating thing weird things yeah. before bed um can impact your dreams um i do not oh, yeah. know how true that is but i've always heard people be like oh i had a like that must have been something i ate like <laughs> like okay if you say so if you say so uh so if you are someone who deals with nightmares um the recommended psychological option um is to use image rehearsal therapy um, in which you picture your nightmare, um, but then rewrite it with something positive. So if it's like, oh, I was running away from the guy from Our Real Monsters, um, maybe then like Captain Planet showed up and protected me. So I have a, a share time. Mm, please do. So I had nightmares constantly as a kid, like mm -hmm. pretty much every night I had a nightmare. Uh, I was a very scared child. And my dad was a therapist, as we have, I believe, <laughs> talked about before. So my dad, like, taught me some Dream Warriors bullshit when I was, like, four years old and literally, like, coached me on how to do this, how to, like, rewrite the dream while I was in it. Yes. Like, and so I am, as an adult, I still do this. I'm very good at being able to have the moment of, like, in the dream, I'm dreaming, and then rewriting it and make like taking it on its own little track to something more fun. Nice. Um, so thanks, Dad. If you're, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's giving. Have you seen? Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street three? Have you seen Not Dream, three, Dream Warriors? No. <laughs> you gotta watch Dream Warriors. Watch it's very Dream campy. Warriors. It's very gay, and it's all about rewriting dreams. It's very fun. <laughs> See, I never, I never got any Dream Warriors training as a kid, but I, I got to a point where I realized that, like, I couldn't, like, when I was feeling like I was having a nightmare and I was freaking out, I would try to scream and I would, mm -hmm. like, always realize that, like, I couldn't scream and then I would be like, oh my god, I'm dreaming, and, like, force myself to wake up, basically. <laughs> That's it's a form of Dream Warriors training. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you. Maybe maybe some entry level Dream Warriors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's one hundred and one. We'll we'll move you to two hundred and one yeah, next you. year. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so yeah, um, it's no surprise I think that dreams and nightmares play such a big role in a lot of horror, um, because they are just super weird and mysterious. Like we don't know what it's about. Um, as we kind of said, your brain always comes up with wilder things uh than ever existed uh -huh. i still even this wasn't a dream this is just a story this is just a random story a friend of mine described an x-files episode to me in college and i was incredibly freaked out by it just from like my own like mental imagining of it <laughs> and then you probably watched it and you're like oh this isn't nearly as bad yeah as it was still it, it was, was still pretty bad but it was less terrifying than in my imagination well now uh, you gotta tell us which episode it was um it's <laughs> It's uh so we refer to it as legless skateboarding man. Um so it's an episode <laughs> okay. where this businessman is like 
I think he's in India or something and he goes in a public and he's like an asshole and he goes into a ba public bathroom and I think it's implied to be like a homeless man who has no legs and is on like wheeling himself by his arms on a skateboard wheels okay. under the door in the bathroom and then crawls up this guy's butt and controls him <laughs> so that happens <laughs> look forward to that episode i can't wait yeah I'm, I'm, I'm so excited i'm not definitely haven't gotten there yet but so th this wait. was this was also while i was in college so like i was in like a public seeming public-esque bathroom yeah. for large portions of my time so i would like be in the bathroom in the dorms and be like oh god I don't want like the skateboarding man to come in here <laughs> and crawl up my crawl butt. Up my butt. Uh, um, <laughs> honestly, I I find kind of the entire concept of sleep messed up when you think about it. Like like you spend your Spare whole more like you spend your whole life hanging out, like being present, thinking, doing your life, and then for like eight hours, you're like, actually, peace out. I'm just gonna not be here and let my flesh prison do just whatever the fuck it wants to do see no, hard disagree yeah. Can you you want to be present and awake the whole time <laughs> no i mean i enjoy I'm sleeping i just think that it's weird <laughs> that's valid that's valid i just think that it's weird and i guess it's it's more weird that you don't because it's like if it was like oh well i just power off for you know whatever period of time sure. like that would be less weird than like well i'm gonna partially like my body's gonna be immobilized but my brain but my is just gonna run around and do whatever it wants to do like it seems as, it's not great. as billy eilish once said when we fall asleep where do we go <laughs> indeed and i i think that is a that is a great button for this very chaotic <laughs> episode of ghoul's night in um I would love for you guys to tell us if you have wild dreams or do you have like boring normal dreams. I will say like that was one of the reasons that I could tell that like my soul was dead and I was super burnt <laughs> out at my last job. I had just like a dream of like being at like a Going work status work. meeting. <laughs> the, the work dreams where you I, when I was a server, I'm Ooh. anyone who is listening to this, who has ever waited tables. I know for a fact that you've had the dream where you go in for your shift and you work a whole shift in your sleep. And then you wake up the next morning and have to go work your shift. Ooh. And you're like, but I just worked my shift. That is no. the worst. That is terrible. Fa famously, my also shout out again to my dad, a crazy dreamer. Um, he once dreamt his alarm clock going off so vividly that he got up and like showered and got ready for work and then went to the door and it was still like pitch black outside. It's like two in the morning. Yep. <laughs> I have to ask since we've come to a close, yes. do you have like a vivid dream that has stuck with you that you are like, that's the one I will always remember? Oh, that was man. just like bizarre yeah i so i have like a lot of bits and pieces i will say like the one a dream that i remember very vividly that i actually really enjoyed <laughs> was yeah it doesn't have to be a bad no, one just in general no, we're, we're gonna we're also gonna tie it back more to some more sweet y2k style i used to have an inflatable chair um, oh hell yeah i did too as, as you do and i had a dream that like i could sit on the chair and like bounce it and then take off like if oh, i like bounced nice. accurately enough it would fly and so like in the dream i was just like flying around zipping around and doing stuff and that was 
sick as hell i loved that i wish that was true that's awesome have you ever had like a, i have had i had a dream that like i had my dream closet like oh. i walked in and i owned like all these beautiful like shoes like vintage shoes and they were all my size and all these vintage dresses oh, that were like so nice yeah that's my fa- <laughs> i have that every once in a while and that's my favorite dream uh, this <laughs> so this was not necessarily this is this is an iconic me dream if you want to know what my dreams are also like i i dreamt that i worked um at our local baseball stadium and also killian murphy worked there and he was in the mob and i was his girlfriend and i was trying to like help him with his but then i got in the way of the mob activities and he murdered me but in the dream i was like this is fine i love you babe it's okay you're like this was part of the job description i was like this is fair it was always gonna end this way whatevs (laughs) and that that is always my proof where because you know people always say that like you can't die like if you die in a dream like you die in real life or whatever oh yeah but you because i was bludgeoned to death with a baseball bat (laughs) (laughs) no i've never understood that i die in my dreams all the time oh yeah i have okay this is my last one and then i'm gonna i'm gonna let it be (laughs) but this has stuck with me this was probably two years ago and i haven't stopped thinking about it penny I had a dream that my friends and I went to like a sleep no more type thing and we were being led through, you know, if you you don't know what sleep no more is, it's like an interactive theatrical Shakespeare experience where everybody's like masked and you follow the actors from like room to room. They do different stuff. So we were in like that kind of immersive theatrical experience, but it got like infiltrated Mm. and I got taken and I woke up in this like antique apartment like all the furniture was like old antiques um and i there was a the only non-antique thing was a tv screen where i could see all of my friends also trapped in other apartments by themselves mm. and once a day an old woman whose face i could not see would come to the door with two black poodles and stare at me. Ooh. But I couldn't perceive her face. And I would be like, what do you want from me? How do, what, what's happening? Mm. And she would just stare at me and then walk away. Mm. And I think about that dream all the time. <laughs> I'm like, who was that woman? And is she going to come collect me when I die? Because mm, it seems scared. like, seems maybe she will. I'm very scared of the babushka with two black poodles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you gotta watch out for those babushkas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wild all right well thank you so everyone <laughs> for listening and um an extra thank you to everyone who showed up for our 100 episode live stream yes. um that we was so much, fun. so much fun such a delight um maybe we'll do more live stuff in the future we shall see um but that was a great way uh, to celebrate 100 episodes uh we're so grateful that you have stuck with us and are enjoying all of our wild and crazy spooky stories um and if you would like to help out the show and bring more people into the fold uh you can leave us a review and a rating on your podcast app um and if your podcast app does not accept written reviews um please do feel free to send us one over on the instagram um and i think midge is going to share one of those today 
Yes, this is an Instagram review from Sam who messaged us and said, Penny and Midge, huge fan of the podcast and of course both of you. I wouldn't consider myself a spooky person. I don't really decorate for autumn or do any fall activities. I do, however, I know, sacrilege. (laughs) I do, however, live vicariously through you two and enjoy the topics you cover on this podcast. Many people say listening to you is like hanging out with friends, and it's true. I grew up in the Milwaukee area and last lived in the Bayview neighborhood before... (laughs) Ooh, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Before moving to Washington State during the pandemic, I miss the Midwest and Milwaukee so much. So this podcast is like hanging with my Midwest friends, which makes it all the more special to me. Your podcast is forever my home away from home. Five stars. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. And Midge, you have been in the Bayview area of Milwaukee because that is where my old apartment was. Oh, well, I loved that area. Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. I bet um, bet you and I The Starbucks there is very snappy. (laughs) I bet you and I passed some time on the street, Sam. And maybe you felt a tingle go down your spine. Hmm. All right. Uh, Well, if you would like to follow us and send us uh, fun messages on Instagram, uh, you can find us at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And if you are looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across the web at Midge Munster. And until next time. Good. Bye.